Yeah, so I've been having a hard time talking footy with Carl over the last like week and a half because um, Carl and our friend Sam, who we got with us just for the open here, have been addicted to Pokemon. Bro, I literally have just been dominating Pokemon. Uh, Brian just tried to do a recording, and I just beat the Elite Four. So I'm waiting to do the champion battle, but I'll wait until the end of the recording. I just had to argue with him so he would take a break and not <laughs> not fight the champion so we could record this. I think I can just sweep him with uh, Garchomp, but you, you <laughs> we'll do it can. after. Sam, how far behind Carl are you because he's he's an addict? Well, uh, um, I'm about to be one gym fight away, but, you know, I got some catching up to do. I've been a little bit busy lately, but... Um, yeah. Carl Carl uh, doesn't have a job at the he's moment. Got three Gyarados. I'm in yeah. school, and Sam's a reporter. So guess who has the free time? Sam falls asleep when we're playing a lot. Yeah, very true. I think I think the moral of the story here, though, is uh, games are fun. Yeah, they, and I've been they, grinding they bring your emulators. Together grinding emulators emulators are the wave sorry but like if oh, you your team's also broken my team is cracked and in nuzlocke but we won't get right and, and, and you got like you got a stack team of legends and then you got and then i have pseudo legendaries man. yeah it, it's crazy i'm i'm set for my run but sam and i are doing like a soul bond thing it, it's a weird way of like well, playing man. with a friend all right, yeah, so Carl, don't 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 nerd out too hard on the Pokemon. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Kirby's where it's at. Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks podcast. Um, we're back on video for the first time in like a month. And Carl can finally show you his finger guns again. Yeah, exactly. I've been waiting to do this. I get to rep this dope hat that my girlfriend got me for my birthday and for our fifth anniversary that has the logo on it. Carl, what was that? Did that did a it clock, clock did a clock just go off in the background? Yeah. <laughs> that clock went off two minutes early. Yeah, exactly. That's the worst part. <laughs> Literally, it has me shook. I'm, it's like, oh, wait, is it three? No, it's like 2.57. Yo, so before we get into this first game, um, we're going to talk about it briefly. But for like a deeper look at the Arsenal Villa game, um, check out the Clock End Talk podcast. There's some guys from Australia. They love Arsenal. I feel bad for them personally for loving Arsenal because it's got to be a rough life. But they love Arsenal. They do a really good job talking about it. So uh, go check them out. Yep. I'm shocked Arsenal won that game. Uh, Yeah, I'm actually thoroughly shocked that they won. Even our optimistic um, Arsenal fan did not even choose them to win, which was hilarious. Uh, Pat yeah, no, no, decided no. to go Pat, for a Pat draw. Chose, no, Pat chose one nil. Chose one one. Oh, I thought he chose one nil. Nah, he chose a draw out of that. He was he was like, I'm gonna be optimistic. I'm gonna choose a draw out of this. 
because we all chose like one nil for yeah uh, yeah that's fair that's fair uh, Emil Smith Rowe is special. He's special. He's a great talent. Um, I can't say generational because he's just not nah. that. He's not that good. But he's yeah. he's just one of those guys that's like he's a little special. He's good. He's got talent. He fills in his team very well, and he does his job exactly to a T. And yep. also on a side note, sorry to interrupt and change topics, but I beat the Elite Four between the recordings. So I beat the champion. So we all good. You have a problem. Yeah. So let's keep it going. All right. Back in the footy. Yep. I think Emmy Martinez probably wanted to win this match, but you know. Happens. Wow, really? Actually, I don't know if he wanted to win it because he had chances to play them and beat them last year. You know, I think I think that's probably behind him. I think that's probably behind them, too. Yeah, I think he's a little over that at this point. It's been a little while. Your chair be squeaky as hell. Yeah, I know. I hate it. I literally, I don't it's, know what to do. It's never been an issue in the past, either. No, I, I don't know what happened. I think I'm just going to tighten everything and it'll be better. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But for this recording, squeaky ass chair. I apologize. We're just gonna we're gonna get some squeak squeak, and it's gonna mm-hmm. be we're just gonna hear it, you know. Squeak squeak. Yeah. I I like Jesus. All right. Let's actually get into the first game uh, that we're here to talk about. <laughs> all right. So. Chelsea. We 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 picked a blowout score. Of um, I think we went three nil. Maybe some of us I went, went four nil. Uh, Brian went three nil. Pat went two nil. Ed went three nil. Yeah. So Chelsea beat Norwich seven nil. I was not expecting to have to add scores to get that <laughs> seven nil. Yeah. Seven. Seven goals. Like FIFA. That's ruthless. It, it's literally a FIFA scoreline. I was going to say it's a Bayern scoreline. <laughs> Bayern versus any London club. <laughs> or, especially, or Barca. Especially in London. Yeah, that's the that's the main thing. You got to be scared of Bayern in London. When Serge Gnabry starts. He, he rips London apart. Speaking, yeah, of, speaking of Arsenal before, they never should have let him go. There's a lot of players yeah. that we can say clubs shouldn't have let go at this point. Yeah, that's fair. But speaking, yeah, that, that's one though, that we shouldn't. So young talent that's never going to be let go. Um, Mason Mount netted his first EPL hat trick. Bro has just been growing and growing and growing and getting better. Last season, I said Mount was better. Or, um, Madison was better than Mount. I like, like, like early in the season. Nope. And like, you just can no longer say that in the same sentence. Like, they just are Correct. not comparable anymore, which is Correct. crazy. To think that at the beginning of last season, so a year, Madison was considered a better player, like entirely. Yeah, it's not, it, and it's not even close anymore. 
No. Now, now, like, after the... Because Mount deserved a team of the season last year. And after, like, his Euros performances and everything. He's a great player. I think if Lampard was still around, of course, he would develop into more of a Lampard-like player. But I think he had enough of an influence on Mount while he was around to be like, hey, make well, these I, little tweaks in your game and you're going to... Think, I think the difference, though, is Mount's more of an attacking player. Yeah, I agree with that, like, too. Like, Lampard was more of a pure central box, mid... Box. Like, yeah, pure central midfielder who was yeah. just lethal as all hell. Like... We... I, a player that may be more like a Lampard type player may be like Bellingham, but Lampard also is one of the best scorers in Prem history. So you have to look at Mount's scoring prowess and be like, I, okay, I, I see I that. Know, I, I know. just don't see the defense like you're talking about. Exactly. As exactly. Well. The Bellingham comparison is fair. He scored a beautiful goal the other day. Yeah, Bellingham's able to play defense like that's locked down because he's, he's super physical. And then he's able to rip one. So love watching him play. All right. So we've been positive for this game. Let's go negative now. Um, Norwich are screwed. We were just positive for Chelsea. Why did we do that? We were positive for Chelsea because they're, they're looking really good. Like I texted, yeah. I texted Paul this weekend and was like, yo, your, your squad looks really good. I just had to let him know. Yeah. But, but Norwich look um, destined to go back to the championship. They look abysmal. They also then look destined to uh, come back to the Premier League in two seasons and return to the championship in three. If There's... they stay around in the Prem that long, we'll see. No, did you hear what I said? Yeah, I know. They tend to have that cycle, but like, we'll, we'll see if they actually are able to stay in the Prem for three years. No, like, no, no, uh, no. No, I said go back down after this year. And then two years, and, and then, then come, they go to the prom, no, and no, then three no. years in the prom, and then drop back down, right? No. Uh, I literally mean go back down, win the championship, come back up. Go yeah. back down after that year, win the championship again, and go back up. I just mean, <laughs> I just mean seesaw. I thought you literally meant like there was gaps. Okay. No, 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 no. When I when I, I was, said in two years, I meant two years from now, three years from now, and so on. I, I thought you were confident that they were gonna stay in the prem for more than a season, and I was like, You're I'm more confident. There. I'm more You're confident. Ballsy. I'm more confident that they're not. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel bad that. All right, I, I'm not shitting on them because they are like still a side in Europe, like. They're still a quality side. They're just in that limbo that they're like too good for the championship because they ran away with it. Exactly. And they're just not financially ready and talent wise ready to play in the Premier League. And I didn't think Brentford was either, but tactically Brentford is. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's where like you were able to see the difference. Yep. So. We'll see if Norwich can figure out either the tactics or can actually draw in the talent because maybe you can get like a good young signing, like, but you actually sort of have to stay on the prem for a year. So, yeah, we'll see. that's part of the issue. That's part of the issue. We'll see what happens with Norwich. I, I personally see them staying bottom of the table for 
the but, foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah. By, yeah. Like this season, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. I just feel so bad for them. Basically. I'm uh, going to move on to one of the bigger surprises of the weekend. Claudio Renrieri yeah. rebounded with Watford because... Uh, so, this this game, Watford and Everton, at Goodison Park, by the way, um, I'm paying attention to it on my phone. I'm watching whatever. I'm like, oh, Everton's up 2-1. Who Did I predict Watford to win this game? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I think I did. Middle check. Now you predicted a draw. I went draw. Dang. Ed predicted uh, Ed, Ed went with the win. win. But Ed so. Went off. Well, six points out of an available 30 isn't really going off. Compared, well, none of us went off, but it was like six, five, four, three. So it's yeah. very funny. Yeah. <laughs> this game flipped on its head real quick. Yeah, I was not expecting that. It was a very close match for the Wofford scored four game. goals in 13 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And shout out to Josh King, scores a hat trick against his former club. I still find grounds. it crazy. All right, all right, they were able to score four goals in thirteen minutes. Yes, I think you know what I'm gonna say next. Lewandowski scored four and nine by himself. I'm pretty sure it was five and nine. I don't know, but you gotta yeah, stop I'm... talking about that. <laughs> Yeah, like it still doesn't make sense. Like Messi's the runaway for this year, but last year deserves to be. Lewandowski is going to finish the season with more goals scored than some Premier League clubs. Let that sink in. I think Mo Salah could potentially finish the season with more goals than some Premier League clubs the way the season's going. Hold on, hold on. Um, (laughs) We'll get into this. We'll save the Mosala talk actually from we talk about that game. Um so on the other side of this game, Rafa yeah. Benitez is not off to a good start on the wrong side of Merseyside, but that's coming from a Liverpool supporter, so you know, take with that what you will, but the wrong side of Merseyside. They they have fourteen points from a possible twenty seven. Quick maths. It's whatever. Like they, they just really aren't performing this early in the season. They need to actually just solidify their team. I feel like tactically they're having issues when last yep. year seemed more sound. It was weird when they were running the four two three one with a Denier left back. Um, like Denier when he alternates to left mid and stuff. Now it, it seems to throw him off. He's also not playing as consistent as he did uh, prior to the injury. So I will give fans that, but there's just something lacking. Like, and I feel like it's tactics right now from Everton. I feel like it's not really like play from the players. Like they're, they're performing relatively well. They're trying their best. Like you can see it on the pitch, like they're leaving it out there, but they just got smacked in 14 minutes. Like I've, I was not expecting that, just like I wasn't expecting 7-0 no 
And also, I wasn't expecting another score that happened, but um, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll we'll get there when we get there. We'll get there but when we get there. All, all I'm doing is like talking bad on Everton, but like Watford deserves praise for this because yep. Watford was amazing in those 14 minutes and played a yep. really close game in order to put them into that position. So props to Watford the entire yep. way. And tactically, I've really enjoyed watching them because they're able to put that high pressure on and just really... They, they press the back line and they also just... It, it's similar to when Wolves plays really physical. It's like a play that I really like to watch. I so. also... So a similar thing, like I just want to point out. Mm-hmm. One... In Ranieri's first two games in charge, they conceded five goals and they scored five goals. Um, so that's just kind of funny. <laughs> but Very leads. But I just wanted to also mention, like, at the end of the Liverpool match, they they started to look dangerous and they started to have chances. So it's not necessarily surprising that they were able to convert chances late. It just seems to take them a little bit of time to break down another side. Which, They're physical enough to break down pretty much any side. Well. They did not. Like, to some degree. Like, okay. they, they aren't, they, they aren't going to, like, score, like, six goals against like a top club i i don't mean like they're gonna do it against like they're 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 like chelsea uh they're physical they're physical enough to generate chances against anyone yeah exactly like putting them away is a different story because very similar to leads leads can create chances but like we said earlier yep yep yeah but next game speaking of leads yeah leads (laughs) so so uh, do, do you want to know the narrative for this game? <laughs> it's pretty similar to what we were just describing. <laughs> yeah, so Leeds is down the entire game. Um gets a penalty. Rodrigo scores the penalty. They draw Wolves. Uh leads the entire game, dominating on possession, not playing their typical counterattacking style, which is just hilarious. Leeds' and- style is not counterattacking. Oh, I'm thinking of literally Lester. Why did yeah. I just mix them up? I Leeds, just had a stroke. Leeds is interesting. So they they play a possessive style, but they don't Defend. necessarily play defense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they they play an all out possessive style. They're kind of like the Dallas Cowboys before this season. Yeah, except so Leeds. They're kind of um, like the Chiefs right now. Not gonna lie. That's facts. That's a good show. Leeds put up 18 shots. 18 shots. Four of them were on target, by the way. I don't really know that's, what else to say. That's a, that's a 22.22222 repeating percentage of uh, shots to shots on target. I don't yeah, know why well, my brain is doing numbers so well right now. <laughs> The Wolves had a 50% accuracy. That's a lot easier to, math. That's a lot easier math. Four divided by eight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hilarious. Like, Leeds, Leeds are able to put on a performance, and it's just not a performance. Leeds have just, it seems like, long standing, now dating back to that last season and then into this season. 
a longstanding issue of converting their chances. That and also playing their stupid all-out attack. Yeah, but 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 here's the thing. It is what works for them. It is what works for them. Here's the thing. If you take 18 shots and instead of putting four on target, let's say you put 12 on target, there's a lot better of a chance you're going to score more goals. Bro, but if you just take less shots and make them more precise too. I'm talking about taking a lot of shots and making them precise. I just don't think they're going to do that. I think they need to create more precise chances instead of like, no, see, they're, they're I, to... no, but what I see is I see them generating pretty good chances and blowing it. Okay. That's more I what do I do agree mean. with you there. Like, I think they need to put more of their quality chances on target and bump that number. Cause like that four on target might not even be from their quality chances. No, some of them definitely aren't. Like sometimes they literally just, I, I, I don't understand leads. Like I, I'm not going to like try to make up scenarios where like Melier messed up or like the weird, like own goal scenario, like earlier this season that almost happened, stuff like that. Like shit happens, but they just need yeah. to figure something out. Yeah. Um, on a Wolves. So Wolves. early in the season, they they had a lot of issues finishing chances in front of goal. In comes Huang He Chan. Mm-hmm. They're scoring goals now. They're winning yeah. games. I mean, they didn't win this one, but they had won a few coming in. Exactly. Raul Jimenez is contributing to the score sheet. They they look like they're starting to turn the corner and find form. They're sitting at 11th right now, but that's two points out of 5th. Yeah, exactly. It's not a big deal to be where they currently are at the yeah. current place in the season. Yeah. Um like there's a lot of positive upside with like their side. 12th place to 5th place are all one game apart in terms of if 5th loses and 12th wins, they're equal on points. Yeah. The only three teams that are really escaped are City, Liverpool, and Chelsea. And I say that because, yes, City can... um, draw level on points with West Ham if City loses their next match, which I don't think they will. But West Ham will not make up that 10-goal differential that <laughs> that City has over them. Yeah, no, they definitely will not. Just so, talking about Wolves real quick, I, yeah. I really enjoy watching them right now, very similar to um, watching Watford. Um, Chan is playing nuts. I feel like the one thing that I'm missing from this side that really needs to start clicking before they actually start making that push deeper into the season is Traore. Because Traore used to be able to create chances and used to actually be Fair. a very valuable asset on the pitch. When I have watched him recently, he has not been that much of an asset and rather like like he creates a chance but then just gives away possession like he'll create like something but it's it's not enough and then if you give away possession in that position it's 
it's just a counterattack for the other team. Like Fair. you, you, you aren't doing anything. So I've been watching a lot of that from Traore. So once he starts clicking again back into the system, like he was, I, I don't know if he will. I, I don't know what's up with him. He, he just needs something to click with him. But if, if it does, they are making a deep push. And I'm very impressed with what I'm seeing so far. So hopefully they can keep it going. I think you said that very well. Not even going to lie. I'd like to argue with you, but I don't really think I got much to argue on that point. And then um, I don't think we're talking about this game because we said it was going to be boring, but it, it it wasn't as boring as we thought. So Southampton drew Burnley, but it was 2-2. So they scored more goals than we thought, but it was still boring. Cause like, I mean... It was less boring because there was four goals, but like it was, it was still a draw. It like was still a draw. That's fair. So, <laughs> That's fair. All right. I just have to give them a little bit of a shout out. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Moving on. Phil Foden is um really good. Alright, so I last season I was putting Foden in like conversation with like other like super young, like really great talents because he he was having an amazing season and maybe he's just not getting like the same usage. But like this game shows that like on any given day, like it doesn't really matter. He he could just tear a team apart. Yep. And it's beautiful to watch because um I hate to say it, but I feel like he he's not. For the record, Phil Foden had two goals and an assist against Brighton. Um, yeah. At at Brighton, he's not. He like, looks he's like not, a he, stick. I, I'm really trying to think of the player to compare him to. Why do you have say, to compare everybody to people? Because I tried to like make like a comparison in my head so I can be like, oh, this dude plays like someone. But he offensively, like, he sort of has a game similar to Rooney's, which I like to see, Fair. but he doesn't have the defensive game or anything like Rooney. So I can't compare him in that aspect. Fair. But the offensive game, I like his physicality similar Fair. to Rooney. Fair. So I, I like the way that he drives at people and really is able to get into contact. And He's not Rooney, though? Exactly. He's not Rooney. So I'm not at like... All. Yeah, but I like his offensive prowess that is similar to that of Rooney's. Cool. Like, a little bit. Cool. Because he's still so young. Like, there's still a lot that can yeah. develop or mm-hmm. won't develop. Yep. Two goals and an assist in a 4-1 route. Yeah. I feel like Two. there's going to there's there's going to be a lot more on uh on that game as we go on. Um, I was still impressed that Brighton were able or, to put a goal past them. But I just said on that game, I meant on this team as the season goes on. <laughs> yeah, Brighton's going to get a lot better when Lamptey starts being able to play more minutes. Uh, the The side can improve a little bit in terms of injuries for Brighton. So once they actually make those changes. What did LB, you just drop? I dropped my AirPods, so I was like, damn it. <sighs> but yeah. So, so um, I'm, I'm going to just let you know, um, in terms of editing, 
If you drop something, don't try and talk over it. Just stop. Oh, no, I didn't care. I was just going to keep on talking no matter what. Oh, it sounded like you tried to get louder and talk over it. It was really funny. That's why I'm laughing. No, I just dropped this. I was like, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like falling and I did the whole reach thing. You know, when you do the double grab and it still falls. Yeah. 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 But, um, Brighton. Brighton. They're looking good. They They can get better. City looking scary good. Still going to keep on getting better. Yep. Next game. Next game. West Ham beats Spurs. Fair. Michael Antonio is lethal this season. Oh, he's disgusting this season. Like, like before this, like I had never really put his name in that conversation like that. I would have put a lot of people's names ahead of him yep. last season. Agreed. Um, Watkins from um. From Villa. Yeah, would have put him ahead of him. Um, Currently, there are only two people who have more goals than him. Yeah. Or, than he does, not than him. My mom listens but, to this show, and I don't want her to roast me for grammar. I, I think there's some players who could have more goals than him. Um, AKA play, players from Liverpool. But um, they're... Well, there, there, there is one man who's sort of dominating that, but we'll get back to that in a minute. While on the subject, how important has his emergence been to like West Ham actually being so dominant this season? I remember uh, earlier in this season, I was mentioning how he was really making them dominant in the early stages of the season when they were pulling out like the four twos and the four goal wins. Like that, that really sets your season off in a yep. great way. Yep. And the fact that he was able to have that run of form just showed that he could be that focal point for the team. And it, it gives a lot of confidence to the back being it able also, to be like, like, I have that guy. It also has lasted like exactly. It, it's lasted throughout two international breaks. It, it mm-hmm. doesn't. It doesn't seem like it was a phase. It seems like he's just having a really good season. Yeah, and he was hurt, so like yeah. it, it took him it took him a game to get back into like that form. Like he didn't play amazing in the in his first game back, but like shit, like after he had that little game, like he's back on. Like it, it's crazy. He he's able to keep it going even through injury and even through international breaks. He's really impressive this season, and I think he's going to be that focal point for West Ham to be able to make like a top four push. Because right now, uh, there's a lot that could happen with top four because I hate my team. Speaking of Carl hating his team. Um, yeah, that, that's why. My, my team ran absolutely rampant. This weekend, Liverpool slaughtered United at Old I Trafford. Got a train, I got a train ran on. The score was 5-0. The score was 5-0. Uh, so, yeah. so, Liverpool... Can you play our intro real quick? Why? Yeah, just play it. Because. Yeah, nah, you can turn it Yeah, so we got ran a train on. You, you can... Uh, find it in the link. 
<laughs> Bruh. Your, your, your video is frozen right now. Yeah, but, I know. I know. <laughs> but we're just going to roll with it. So Nabi Keda scored within five minutes and was, Mo, Mo assisted that. Yeah. Diogo Jota scored eight minutes later and Trent assisted that one. And then the Mo show began. So Mohamed Salah, he, he, he scored a hat trick, 38th minute. 45 plus 5 and uh, the 50th. He is he, he's the second player to score an away hat-trick at Old Trafford. Uh, joining some legendary company there. Carl, would you like to say who that company is or do you want me to do that? Carl doesn't want to speak words right now because he's a salty bitch. So uh, uh, <laughs> um, Mo Salah joins uh, Ronaldo Nazario, legendary R9. But Mo's the first player to do this in the Premier League because R9 did it in the uh, in the um, uh, Champions. Yeah, that that one in the Champions yeah. League. Thanks, Carl. Yeah, there you go. There we go. I got Carl to say some words. Also, <laughs> also just got to point out that Mo Salah has scored in 10 straight matches. He currently has 10 goals in, on in, the season. In all competitions, it, this is 10 straight matches. But he has, yeah, exactly. 10, he has 10 goals on the Premier League season. Yeah. Um, just to put that into perspective, that's more goals than Brighton, Tottenham, Wolves, Southampton, Leeds, Burnley, and Norwich have scored this season. That is more goals than seven teams in the Premier League and even to one of Arsenal. <laughs> is Mo the best player in the world right now? After this performance, yeah, there's not much argument just because I, like, like like I had the argument for Benzema last week and then Mo put up a hat trick in Old Trafford. Turning that theater of dreams into a theater of nightmares. I'd turn the game off. I don't know why you left it on for as long as you did. I, I got to the third goal. He got to the third goal and then hopped on Discord with me while I was still watching the game. So I was just telling him about the other goals and he was just And then like, I turned it off. And then he was just like, shut up. Yeah. It was really fun. I was really upset. But then the Giants won. And I was like, what? How does Manchester United get blown out 5-0 and then the Giants win a football game? What kind of luck do I have? By a blowout. Yeah, like, uh, I don't understand my life, but stuff happens. Also not understanding life. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer hasn't been sacked yet. <laughs> Bro, I... I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm still surprised. This is coming from a Liverpool supporter. But given United's recent track record with managers in terms of the higher fire nature that they've been doing... How does this man still have a job? How has he had a job for the past season and a half? I've actually understood that. But at this point, how does he still have a job after falling apart? Lost final, honestly. What? The Europa League final? I didn't really understand that. Like, like that, that was sort of telling of like the run of form that they were going to sort of fall into. That's fair. I mean, so I saw a whole 
argument from another podcast on TikTok today where they were talking about how Ronaldo has actually like messed with Ole a lot because you go through a whole off season preparing for how to play with your club. And then he wasn't necessarily planning on signing Ronaldo. So he's, they sign Ronaldo and then he has to play Ronaldo. So he has to figure out now on the fly, how to incorporate that. But at the same time, a good experienced manager would do it in two weeks. It's Ronaldo. Yeah. He's the most plug and play player in the world. Um I I also Besides heard maybe that Messi. He, he apparently could get three more games. Yeah. Um I was reading reports that it's only two, but well, we I still I, don't know. It says could get it, up to three. It, it, it could it could be one. Like we don't know. Yeah. It could be eighteen. Like I I, would, I I would think if they lose to Spurs, he's out. Yeah, I agree with that entirely. And then I think if... What's their Champions League game? I forgot about that. It's the same one as their last one. I've been so pissed at Manchester United. Oh, we're playing Atalanta again. Also, the club is torn currently on signing Antonio Conte as a replacement manager. Which, uh, understandable. Especially because, you know... It's so early on in the process, I wouldn't expect everyone to be on board. You know? But I think moving on is probably the move at this point. So, telling, telling from, my perspective, to from my is, perspective, okay. I would love him to keep his job for as long as possible. Well, yeah, because players having fun is A1 football. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really frustrating when you have no tactics just vibes yeah and so like that works against like sorry to call them this lesser clubs like you have more money you have I don't more think, talent I don't, think, I don't think lesser is the word but yeah lesser is definitely not the word but like smaller smaller or in less financial like, less you can say less talented. You can say less talented. Yeah, sides. less talented. Yeah. Yeah. But, but so it it does work against less talented sides and sides with less money, just straight up. Like, because we do have one of the more expensive sides in the Prem. Yep. Are we second? Or, yeah, we're ahead of Liverpool, I'm pretty sure. I have no idea. I'm, I'm pretty sure Manchester United's ahead of Liverpool with, like, the Ronaldo signing and everything. Probably. Um, so Manchester United is the second most expensive team in the Prem. We don't play Jaden Sancho. Nope. We're subbing on Pogba. Weird. Well, actually, and... it's not weird that you're subbing on Pogba. It's weird that you're subbing on Pogba in a game like this. this. Yeah. And we're subbing on Pogba. And not taking out, like, like I, I don't know. Like, why do we start Fred? Like, Fred's more defensive. Like, I understand. That's, like, probably, why why you, that's probably why you started Fred. I know. But, like, it, yeah. it, it's not enough of a change defensively yep. to be like, oh, I'm going to prioritize Fred over having, like, that more possession and actually being able to push up the field a little better. Yep. 
having an outlet is better than having no outlet. So yeah. I would take Pogba. But Manchester United just shut the bed entirely. I, I can't really go into it. They, they, no one played well. Like Liverpool, there, there Liverpool is, was also so clinical. Yeah, they they were disgusting. I so I honestly clinical. have to give them so much props. They played a great game. Navi Keita is picking the perfect time to start playing well. Henderson was everywhere. Milner was everywhere when he was in the game, and he got subbed out early. And he, Jones was everywhere then. And it's <sighs> Jones. It was really yeah. annoying watching the midfield because literally it, it just stopped at the midfield. Manchester United was like, I'm going to push up the field. Nope. I was on a bike this summer on the Jersey Shore after going to get Wawa with Caroline and mm. wearing my Curtis That's the most Jones. New thing. Shut up. Um, and I was on my bike on the way back and some dude yelled out of the window of his pickup truck, Kurt Jones! And it <laughs> took me like a minute to realize I was wearing my Curtis Jones jersey. Funniest thing, I was walking across uh, the Tappan Zee Bridge once, and I was wearing Hamas's Columbia jersey, and a bunch of people started, like, honking at me and stuff, like, from cars and stuff, and, like, waving their hand like that, and I didn't realize this. It was, like, during Copa America. <laughs> and, like, Thomas just had a really good game. So I wore his jersey and every, like, I had, like, three or four compliments on the bridge. And then, like, cars were hogging at me and stuff. It was hilarious. I was like, damn. Like, That's people awesome. love this shirt. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, football brings everyone together. It's great. Football brings everyone together, but it also brings us a chance to absolutely destroy people. Yeah, so and I fucking hate we're, Manchester United. We're right gonna introduce we're gonna introduce our new segment of uh washed up weekly. So we're just gonna talk about some players who are uh not necessarily washed up overall, but not playing well right now. Just not where they should be. So I will go through a couple players up. Bruno Ronaldo Pogba. Rashford, Greenwood, McTominay, Fred, Wanda Shaw, Maguire, Lindelof, De Gea, um, Sancho, Cavani, Van de Beek, not Lingard. Lingard's Lingard's disgusting. Lingard's disgusting. Don't disrespect Van de Beek even further <laughs> by saying that he's not playing well. The man's not <laughs> playing. He's not not playing well. I, just, I had to mention that one so, so I'd see if you were listening. He doesn't um, He doesn't even have a chance to play well. Yeah, Dean Henderson isn't even playing well. He's not even touching the pitch. <laughs> Man, I'm dead. I, I just hate it. Manchester United is garbage right now. It, it was an awful performance, and they showed an awful performance against Atalanta, and I mentioned that, and they were able to scrape back a win and people were like yo they won like whoa like manchester united like bro no you're supposed to be beating atalanta three nil you're supposed to be beating atalanta badly yeah three nil and then they're supposed to be trying to scrape back later on where it's like oh maybe they can like sure like atalanta's offensive enough where once in a while i'd expect them to have a game like that against man U. 
But no, I don't expect that to be like every single time. Every Champions League game has been complete trash. Fuck Manchester United. We are garbage right now. That's washed up weekly. Bruh. From Carl. Harry Kane has been trash lately. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to shift to my perspective, so I'm just going to flat out say it. Like, So we're, we're nine games into the season. Um, I'm just scrolling through the top scorers list. He's not even on it. He hasn't played all the games, so like I, okay, I will... but still, still. So I'm at 15th with three goals. Oh, 15th is different. If, now, if you're at 15th, then yeah, you I'm should on, be there already. I'm on the second page with three goals. Now I've hit two goals. Nah, he should be at three goals by this point. Exactly. Games that he has. Exactly. And yeah. look, it's Harry Kane. Yeah. He's still Harry Kane, but. My guy, you got to start putting the ball in the net. I mean, unless you're, you're proving that that price tag wasn't worth it. Unless he's just trying to get out. That's what I was thinking too. I I was I don't I don't, that, I, don't like 100%. I don't I don't think it's like that though. I just I really I think, think so he, I think he needs to get his shit together and start putting the ball in the net, but I also think it's not his fault. Because, I mean, he's a striker. He needs the proper feeds. But I've just, anytime I've tuned into them, I've seen him. decent feeds. I've, I know. But I've seen him throw some chances away. I've also seen him get some shitty feeds. But yeah, exactly. That happens. But when you're an elite striker like he is, you can't be throwing that many chances away. And you're supposed to be making chances of the shitty feeds, too, sometimes. And he's not even, like... So some shitty feeds are impossible. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like so some are just shit. Like but don't get me wrong. He's a player who should be able to make a shitty feed a goal. That's exactly that, like, a, like Lewandowski. A not, a not so shitty feed a goal. Yeah, Le, Le, Lewandowski, Lukaku, Harry Kane. Like the these are names that you hear when yeah. you hear of players who can make a shitty feed into a goal. In any also, situation. also one more thing. Um, off That's of Harry, off of Harry Kane. I know we were giving a lot of credit to Watford before, but Everton should not be losing 5-0 to Watford under any circumstances. And I, I, I'm not going to say that I'm happy that Rafa Benitez is struggling with Everton, but I'm happy that Rafa Benitez is struggling with Everton because I don't like seeing him there. I just think they made a stupid move getting rid of Hamas. Like I, I think like they, they just clash personalities for no reason there. Yep. And like you could have kept the top class midfielder in yep. your side and just been creating great chances because I saw like the goal that he scored. He scored yep. his first goal for whatever side that he's for right now. I'm pretty sure a side in Qatar. Um but it was beautiful. It was a beautiful curler. So I was like, Yeah, you could easily still be doing that in the prem. But Yep. Yep. And I got I got one more. I got one more. We've been like teetering back and forth on this all season, and this is the first time we've done this segment, so I'm just gonna say it. Villa need to get their shit together because ten points out of nine games is not enough from where we were expecting them. Yeah. Like we expected Villa to be where Brighton is right now. So I'm gonna put um into that picture of like players that just aren't performing. I'm going to put Watkins into that picture too. Watkins was hurt though for a little bit which is the only reason why I'm going to retract that. Yeah. 
Buendia, but also has been in the side and he's had a decent amount of time to start to try to adjust. So nine, nine games is not enough. That's fair. I, and also they don't, they don't play Bailey enough. Like Bailey comes off of the bench all the time. Like he needs to actually be starting for the side. Yeah. Yeah. Before we know. move into predictions, the last the last thing I just want to dog on and like roast real quick. Um Arsenal's trash prediction time. Um yeah, so Carl's kicking my ass. I'm kicking his ass, but I lost last week by a yeah. point. So like whatever. I had five uh, points, Carl had four. Ed from um Pace and Power had six points, and Pat from Pace and Power had three. So we have to get them back on because we had a tie. So sorry, fuckers. Yeah. You have to actually come and talk to us again at some point. Hopefully um, with video next time because that would be dope. Um, yeah, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. But we haven't updated you guys on what the score is in a while. Carl's up 66 to 52. It's bad. Yeah, it's a whooping, but... Well, we'll be fine, but we'll keep it going in this weapon fashion, and hopefully we can guess uh, which one are you and which one am I. I'm first, and then right. you're. Uh, I'm also on track to do your game, but I'll just give it to you when we get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, screw it. Yeah. Um, so, first game we got up for our predictions this week. Yeah, wait, I'll do the first two, and then you do two. We'll do it 2-2. Two, two. It works okay. that way. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're going to say the same thing. It doesn't really matter for the first game. Leicester's going to beat Arsenal. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm going to take Arsenal. You're going to take Arsenal. All right, I'm, I'm taking Leicester. I just think uh, Arsenal, Arsenal's been in a really, really, really good run of form lately. So 3-1 or like what? I'm going to go 2-0. You know, oh damn! You don't even think Leicester's Actually, gonna no. score a goal. I I think Leicester. It's more likely it's that a, Leicester. It's Ramsdale. I think Leicester's. It's more likely that Leicester scores a goal and they don't. But I, I'll go two one. Yeah. I'm gonna be I, mad. I'm gonna be mad if it's two nil and you convince me of two one. But I just I, think Arsenal's been in really good form lately, and Leicester's been so unpredictable. And we were talking about Emil Smith Rowe earlier. So like, fair enough. I I just think Lester need to make a clap back at some point. I don't think and it's gonna be this one. I think it would be just because like uh, Arsenal's defense is very susceptible to that counterattacking style. All right. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I, so I'm taking three one. You're taking two, two one Arsenal. Yes, I do think um a club is gonna clap back in the next game though. Three one. Brentford. Three one. Three one. I'm taking that. Yeah. 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 I'm taking Brentford three run over Burnley. Yo, I've noticed throughout editing that a lot of the time we just say the score and don't actually say who's playing in the game. Um, uh, no, I I just wanted to confirm that with you though, like three yeah. one, because like yeah, yeah it's nah. it's gonna be three one. Three one Brentford over Burnley at Turf Moor. Yep. My my turn. Why is this it? Is, hold on, hold on. Why is it that I have two very easy games? You literally have the easiest games, but I also have. Wait, uh, I don't know I'm, how I do math. I'm an idiot. What? 
I just realized that it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. I'm just so we'll do do one one after you do the two. I was just gonna say, let me do these next three, and then you'll do two. No, because I want to do Chelsea. Okay, cool. An easy one. I hate you. Um, (laughs) So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Liverpool here, obviously because it's Brighton. Yeah, but what's nothing against Brighton. I'm gonna take Liverpool on a three nil. Okay, I'm. I think see, they'll beat Brighton, but I don't think it'll be as easy as United. Yeah, I actually agree with you entirely. I think Brighton's actually gonna put a goal against Liverpool just because they were able to put a goal up against City. So I, I'm just I personally really enjoy Brighton's style of play, and I think they're they're confident enough to be able to put a goal up against like a Liverpool. So three one for me, but uh, Liverpool is still winning over Brighton, and Brighton's taking a three 0 And then you're I'm on taking, this game. Yeah. I'm taking City, also three 0 Big number, little number. Three nil, three City three nil over Palace. Same as Liverpool three nil over Brighton for me. Same uh, I I am going to take this one. Four. I, I was seeing I was seeing which like number I was dragging my finger across and seeing like which number it pressed on <laughs> and it happened to be four so if it was a bigger number it would have been that I'm also gonna go three nil on this game it's boring to go three nil on three games in a row but it's also kind of crazy to go three nil on three games in a row yeah I'm gonna go three nil on this game just because I don't think Chelsea's gonna make another um seven nil game like yeah, that. I don't think I don't think Chelsea beats Newcastle seven 0 I'm sorry if I took that out from under you first. I thought that's the game that you predicted four 0 No, I was, it doesn't matter. I'm still predicting that one shit. So you're predicting first for this one though, and I'm predicting first for yeah. So just just to clarify to roll it back, I picked City. Th- I picked Liverpool three 0 over Brighton. City three 0 over Palace. Carl went three one Liverpool. And four nil, um, uh, shitty over Palace. Yeah, and then I went. We both went three nil Chelsea over Newcastle. Yep. I am gonna take Watford two nil over Southampton here. I agree with you. That is, this is a very easy episode for predictions. Yep. Manchester United over Spurs. So this one, I I don't know what to do. So you said you you said Manchester United over Spurs. Um, Manchester United versus Spurs because. Yeah, exactly. It make should your, it should it should be Manchester United over make, Spurs. Make make your prediction, Carl. I will do Manchester United over Spurs, but I don't want it to happen because I want Ole to get sacked at this point. I'm taking Spurs two one and Ole out by the morning. I'll take Man U two one. Hopefully, Ole gets sacked against Atlanta. Um, I'm just hoping that we're able to like pull a win like in the prem before we get a new manager because I know the transition period may not be too clean. Well, I honestly think they'll whenever the next international break is is when they'll fire and hire. Yeah, but still, or, like, or I, I still when, don't think it. I don't know. We'll we'll figure that out. I still don't think it'll be a clean clean transition. Um, you predicted a a butt ton of games. Yeah, just go. So I'll just do these last four. Norwich leads. Uh, I'm taking leads because Norwich. It's it's last three, Carl. Yeah, but I just did one, so whatever. 
Uh, I'm taking Leeds over Norwich 2-0 because I don't think Norwich knows how to score even though Leeds doesn't know how to defend. I mean, if a team doesn't know how to score, does it matter if you don't know how to defend? Exactly. 2-0 Leeds. Then West Ham Villa. This is a... Wait. Yes. Yeah. Villa West Ham technically in terms of who's home, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I'm really not sure. I'm going to take West Ham, obviously, but I'm not sure the score. I'm also taking West Ham. Do you want me to say the score? If I have I want it, to get like, I'll take a 3-2. I was going to go 3-1. Yeah, very fair. Yeah. I, I, th- I think Villa's going to be able to put like a couple chances by, maybe. So 3-1 West Ham. You're going 3-2 no. West Ham? Yeah, 3-2 West Ham. And then Wolves-Everton. Who you got? I'm taking Wolves. Either. I see Wolves getting scored on this game. If I have my score, can I say it or do you want me to wait? No, you can say it if you want. 2-1 Wolves. I'm thinking 3-1 Wolves. I'm pretty confident in their goal goal scoring capabilities right now. Like That's I think fair. Chan, I think Chan and Jimenez, if they're able to link up, and like I was saying with Traore, if Traore has a good game, like screw it, That's three goals right there. Yep. Yep. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. So that's gonna wrap up our predictions for this week. We don't got any transfer news because everything's just a rumor, but. There are a lot of rumors already starting to roll in around a lot of higher-profile players. It's going to be a fun end of December, January season. I'm already kind of excited for that. I'm really excited, and it's way too soon already. Like, bro, Halloween's the end of the week. Yep. Like what? Like, we're, we're weeks into the Prem season. It literally feels like the Prem started yesterday. We're about to be at match day 10. The Prem started yesterday to me, still. E- even though Manchester United just got smoked. Yeah, I was about to say Halloween hit a little... I was going to say Halloween hit a little early for you guys. Yeah, exactly. It, it's big spooky season. Yeah, they got hit but, with the Sunday... They got hit with the Sunday scaries, those Man U supporters, but it wasn't from a hangover. It hit in the middle of the day. As a random thing, I just wanted to give a shout out to our um, current predictions for like player of the year, young player of the year, stuff like that. Um, we're fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we chose Kevin De Bruyne and Foden. Um, then we chose Foden, Her- Foden could be. Right now, Mo is in the lead for anything that's anything. Yeah, and then um, so for Colden Boot, we put Kane, and then Ederson could still be in competition because Ederson still is competition for Golden Glove. Yeah. So, not taking that away from that, but we also put Emmy Martinez as like our second choice for it. Nope. And then Vielsa is our coach of the year. Not happening. So, um, 
if you guys want to know how to have ship predictions, just listen to our podcast. Don't use our advice to bet. <laughs> Except when we're like, oh yeah, City's going to win by a lot. And something like that. Why does your that. clock go off early? I told you. Bro, it is it, it is it is one fifty nine in the morning. That clock should have gone off at two. The last time this clock went off, it went off at twelve fifty seven. <laughs> Mine said fifty eight. That's weird. Uh, enough oh, about whatever. clocks. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Adios. I'm gonna have to wear a man you had at the end of the year. I'm not excited. Great having finger guns. Wait, why do you have to wear a man you had?